He's Jonathan. He's Timothy. And this is Project 1517. Scripture, theology, life. Welcome to the book of Jude. Why in the world are we talking Jude? Why in the world would you want to listen to a podcast on Jude? It's not a major book of the Bible. It's short. It's not well known. However, it's a perfect parallel with today's world. It's beautiful in every sense. It's intense and it's full of Christ. Time for the incredible journey. Join us today as we introduce you to the book of Jude. of a lot of reasons why we shouldn't do Jude. And I want to see if you can talk us into doing it. We're going to do it. But for example, (laughs) this book is super short and it's, it lacks a lot of the prominent doctrines and teachings of the Bible and a lot of influential themes. So like if you compare this to some of the other epistles or letters in the New Testament like Galatians, you know, justification or uh Philippians, you think right away joy. Or uh 1 Corinthians, he's going to address specific issues in a congregation that are just so applicable today. Um Jude doesn't have any of that. In, in fact, Jude has some troubling features about it. Like he's going to quote from what we call the pseudepigrapha. <laughs> so the false writings. And um, so I, I think this is why, do you agree with me? Jude is neglected in the Bible. People don't read it. People don't preach on it. It's not read during church. Are, are you seeing why not? I mean, I can argue it all day. Why not Jude? Well, it's interesting too. Like even even in our Bibles, right? Ta Biblia, you in our Bibles, where is it shoved? Yeah, way <laughs> it's the Ben Altman book. Yeah, way in the back. And if you're not careful, you're just paging through. You do First John, and you and if you're not careful, like you might just page right into Revelation. And and so even from a modern standpoint, Jude is sort of shoved into the back corner. And everybody gets so hyped up about Revelation, even though just about <laughs> yeah, that's misinterprets true. <laughs> they go, I want to do Revelation, I want to do Revelation. And there's Jude, and Jude's sitting there raising his, he's like the kid in the back of the class raising his hand, and the teacher never calls on him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jude. <laughs> Poor, Poor Jude. Jude. Yeah, so and, try well, to I talk. Mean, why not Jude? Try to talk us into it. Like, why? We did Amos, right? We're picking up these books that nobody cares to read. Um, why, why did we, why should we, you know, spend time on Jude? I think all the reasons, well, first of all, let me give a sass answer. It's in the Bible. 
Amen to that. <laughs> if, you, if, if you respect Holy Writ and... Sola Scriptura. <laughs> yeah, only Scripture. And so, and we're going we're gonna to have to spend, we're not going to do this today or even in the introduction of the book, but eventually we're going to cover canonicity to a certain degree. And we call all the books in the Bible the canon. So it's in the canon. And so we should cover it on that basis alone. But I think there's other reasons. And, and first among them, uh, not in importance, but just in chronology right now, is that it's not covered. You know, Galatians is preached on. Philippians is preached on. Uh, even Revelation is taught on. Uh, yeah, I actually, amount, so. I actually looked this up. And if, if your church, you know, our churches typically use what's called the ILCW um, lectionary. And those, this book doesn't have a single lesson in the three-year series or the one-year series. It does. I did. I, I will say this. It does show up as an alternate reading on the last Sunday of the church year in year B and C. An now, alternate nobody reading. Cares about that. <laughs> nobody so you nobody cares it. about that. Yeah, you can pick it if you want to. Now, nobody cares about this except maybe a Lutheran pastor out there. But just, the point is clear, right? That um, you, you probably haven't heard this preached on. Uh, in fact, if, if you're a pastor listening in, you probably haven't preached on it. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just called people out. I, I have okay, once. I, I think I did one. I, I did one. And I've been you a pastor for, almost, for nine years now. I'm going to pull so. it out this fall. I'm yeah. going to pull it out this fall. Uh, and so, at any rate, it's a, it's a Bible book that's often not covered. And so, on that basis alone, I think it's worth doing. But on the other hand, uh, we could push on it in a different way and say, uh, this book is, and again, I'm not talking about in terms of, of importance, but rather chronology here. I'm just going, you know, citing some reasons. It is an absolutely fascinating book. The more Why do you light say that? that I, the more light that I shine on it, the more it shines back at me. Um, are so many parallels that we can have between Jude and today. So, and in fact, I would say that the false teachings, and we're going to cover what those are and what they look like here in Jude, the false teachings and the false teachers are the same. They are absolutely the same. There's almost a perfect parallel between what's going on then and what's going on now. The difference, I would say, is that... Uh, in the Christian world, in some cases, it's gone so far that people actually aren't fighting the false teachers anymore. They're not contending for the faith anymore. There's no fact, Jude's I'm, left. There's no Jude's left. There's no Jude's left. And so what I think is going to be really powerful and really important as we go through this book is actually, I'm going to call it, we're going to have to rebuild an understanding of the gospel but then also rebuild an entire anthropology or a way that people or a way that mankind relates to God, especially in relationship to their body. Whoa, you're so making me excited. <laughs> I am. I am excited. You know, here, here's another, here's another thing. Look, we have, we have huge authority issues today, right? Mm -hmm. Huge authority. Yeah. Who, 
Who can tell me what to believe? I have my truth, you have your truth, blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole thing. And we're going to get into it right away here in the first or second podcast. We're going to talk about somebody does have authority to actually bring a binding word into your life and tell you what's true and what's not. Well, it's not and even... So, I don't even think it's just in faith issues that we see these authority issues. It's everywhere. It's in our relationship with the government or in our families, you know, and I see these sassy shirts, these sarcastic shirts and and fashion statements. They're all over the country. I think they're at least in New York City here. Everybody wears these hats that say obey, but they actually mean the exact opposite, right? (laughs) It means I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen to anything you say. I'm on my own. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. Authority issues, I think, are really, really huge parallel here. The other thing that I think is going to be really, really fun, I mean, if you care about Scripture and you care about history in the Scriptures, and extra-biblical stuff, like outside-the-Bible stuff, we are going to have a ton of fun. It's just fascinating stuff. We're going to look at what I would call so much intertextuality or so much interconnectedness between between uh, Jude and other parts, especially of the Old Testament. So you're going to find that through the book of Jude, you're going to be able to build out um, so much Old Testament history. We're going to talk about Egypt. We're going to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. We're going to talk about the archangel Michael, how cool is that? We're going to even talk Moses, about the body yeah. of Moses. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to Enoch, uh, Korah, Balaam. I mean, come on. Yeah, this is Exodus. Be fun. It's, yeah, there, you're right. This is like a Sunday school lesson almost. Like if you didn't go to Sunday school, you got to. But not a boring one. Yeah, I mean, no. we're going to have the earth open up and we're going to have this crazy. The sky is going to open Balaam. up, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I, when I look at this book, too, I, there's several things that pop out to me why we need, we need this book. One of them is, of all the books in the New Testament and the Old Testament, really, I, I really think this is the most intense book that there is. I mean, this is just like, he's going to come at you like um, Colin McGregor. You know, he's going to, it's going to be crazy. Who is Colin McGregor? Isn't he the MMA fighter that's going to fight against that, you know, the boxer dude? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean. Oh, that's the guy who's been all over the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. that's an interesting way to put it. Like his posture is really, really different. Like, uh, you know, Paul, Paul can be really strong. John is so pastoral, so paternal, you might say, so fatherly in his tone. But uh, Jude comes at you like a Mack truck. It's, in, it's, like, it's like going to the gym and, and it's like P90X. You know, it's like, whoa, intense, intense, intense. Um, the way that he brings the word to you. Um, do you think it's in his biology? <laughs> what do you mean? 
Just the brother of James. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to get into that a little bit. And the brother of <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Is it in their biology? Okay. Is it in their genes? Well, we'll talk about that. We'll get, we'll have to get into that a little bit more. But anyway, Jude's Jude's pretty important as a book, just as in the canon, as a part of the scriptures. I think we need to be confronted by. It. Was there anything else that you're going to point out? Like, hey, well, I I, I think one thing that's you know I I don't know if we're going to get into this too much, but there's a lot of parallels between Jude and Second Peter. I think I think Second Peter robs from Jude. I, I think Jude is given priority. Um, and the reason, one of the reasons why is because the book of Jude is so beautiful. And it's so complex. And, and what, in Amos, what we picked up on was like the pentads, right? The seven, seven times. But in Jude, I think we can pick up on um, the trilogy. Like we're going to see all of these triads three times, three times. And um, the way he layers the book with these Old Testament stories, I just think if we can just pay attention to these literary features, we're going to walk away from this book and just say, wow, that was awesome. It's a literary masterpiece. Yes. This is is not just some guy, and we'll talk more about this, especially, I think, in verse 3. This is not some guy who just wants to go on a rampage. Not at all, yeah. Highly, highly structured, thoughtful literary work and so even even at that we can stand back and say wow holy scripture is absolutely beautiful i i agree yeah so i i i think a lot of people they get to this book and they think ah yeah i'm excited to get to revelation we're we're what we're saying is if you do that you're robbing yourself of something that's intense and beautiful and that speaks to our day do you think that sums it up pretty well? Yeah, and maybe maybe to close up this introductory thought, you know, to why why Jude? Why should you pay attention? Why should you come back for more? And the answer is, uh, for me, uh, a lot of the same answer of why I loved Amos. It was it was a <laughs> again restoring the roar. This is going to be an incredible um, confrontation for our souls, for all of us. And at the end of it, you're going to find yourself uh, knowing your Christ, knowing his grace, and fighting sin in brand new ways. Uh, yeah, I agree. The, the gospel, the one word I think that really defines this book is the word um keeping keeping and 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 the way jude frames the book is that first and foremost it is jesus keeping us and that's how he ends the book too actually he's jesus is going to keep you in this faith um but it's not just that it's just from there it's, it's the keeping of the faith um in contending for that Oh, we're going to have to talk about why that's such an objective sense there. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be fun. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So there you have it. Uh, this is why we do Project 1517. So all of us, we can, as we comment through the book, 
uh, just be confronted by the Word of God and let the Spirit of God just light us up with what He wants to do with us. We are podcasting scripture one book of the Bible at a time. For more information, visit www.project1517.com or our Facebook page. We do invite you to support this ministry by sharing this podcast with family and friends and by giving us a good review on iTunes. You can also help with the costs of its production by giving a gift on our website. This is Project 1517. Scripture. Theology. Life. Life.